0: Clause one, to take personal responsibility for ending this addiction in my life and not allow any excuses, obstacles or challenges to distract me from this responsibility. This is a promise you are making to yourself that you are going to end the behaviors in your life and no excuses, no obstacles are going to distract you. To be honest, there can't be many things in your life that is more important right now than you achieving sobriety in your life because it's gonna have its tentacles in so many areas, so many aspects of your quality of living life. The next clause, to make the transition to a healthy lifestyle a top priority that I am doing for myself motivated by myself regardless of what happens to our marriage stroke relationship that's really hard-hitting what it is saying is there is nothing more important in your life right now than you giving full attention to your recovery and the motivation to achieve that recovery that sobriety isn't because for example you have may have been found out you've may have been caught the legal process has required that you get help whatever the reasons for coming into therapy to achieve sobriety it has got to be because you are taking responsibility for ending it in your life because of you and not as a priority to save your marriage, your relationship. The next clause is equally similar. It's to accept that my recovery does not mean that our relationship will continue. Can you see the similarities? It really is saying the priority has got to be because I know that I need to do this for me because of me and the, pri- pri- the priority motivation cannot be because my partner requires it to save my marriage, to save my relationship. The next one, to ensure that I have made a full and honest disclosure to enable my partner to make an informed decision about the future of our relationship. Now, what this does not mean is that you know. Disclose to your partner any secrets any things that you haven't disclosed to them which they don't know about this clause is really setting up the fact that in a future session we are going to discuss are there any secrets that you haven't told him or her are there things that you know might break the back of the relationship and therefore you haven't fully disclosed When we have that session, my priority is not to say to you that you should disclose. Not at all. My priority is to say, let's make sure you haven't made this decision not to disclose the piece of information to a female partner based upon fear that it might break the back of the relationship, based upon a knee jerk response. I want you to have the space to be able to think through your decision so that you make a once and for all final decision. Do I or do I not disclose certain pieces of information which I know she doesn't know about and which actually might be relevant to help her in her recovery, but also actually all about releasing, removing secrets from the newly being rebuilt relationship. So we will talk about that in the future and you'll make the final decision, not me, about do you or do you not disclose certain pieces of information. And disclosure is so much about relevant pieces of information, but it's not for you and I to decide on relevance. We need to look at it through a female partner's eyes as well so that, importantly, two males are not making the decision as to whether a female should get certain pieces of information. We'll take a step back and look at would most other female partners need to know this for their recovery? Does this particular female partner need to have this? The detail is what becomes problematic it's not about giving the detail it's about giving enough for the person to make their own informed decisions the next one is is to accept that a healthy decision cannot be made about the future of our relationship until both of us have emerged from the shock of disclosure and if you're in the early days of the disclosure of the behaviours you potentially and your female partner certainly might be in a sense of trauma from that, the truest sense of the word trauma and often we make decisions from knee-jerk responses and certainly trauma and distress is not the best place for making life-long bridge-burning decisions Sometimes we need some space for the brain to equalize, for homeostasis, as we call it, to come back, where we can settle down and out of that place make better informed decisions. The next one, clause six, is to invest the next six months to develop new life management skills and learning how to effectively use them. And for my clients who are doing the program on a weekly basis, it may well take some six months to finish the program. Typically, on a weekly basis, it will be a four month program. And then the last two sessions, spaced out over two or three week intervals, would be the giving of relapse prevention tools and then I typically don't see a client then for another three months whilst you're out there just living life using the support structures using the tools which I will have given and equipped you with and hopefully you will be using. Number seven is to make decisions based upon long-term health not short-term advantage and the nature of sex addiction is I often say there's something about, I see, I desire, I want, so I take. I see, desire, want, take. See, desire, want, take. And there's something about no longer having sufficient ability to delay gratification. Experiment was done around children and marshmallows. They were given a few marshmallows, but they had to look at them sitting around the table and if they did not eat them straight away they would be given much more much many more marshmallows there were some that made a decision no i love marshmallows i see those in front of me i'm going to eat those that i have now and forego any more in the future there are those that decide actually i would prefer many more and so they choose not to eat Do you have the ability to delay gratification? The nature of sex, porn, love, addiction is that individuals have found there's an area in your life that is now out of sync with the other disciplined areas. There are times when you want something, you want to purchase a particular item, but you recognize I do not have the financial ability to purchase that item right now. And therefore you forgo that immediate gratification. But when it comes to sex addiction, I see, I desire, I want, so I take. And you need to learn that there's a need to bring back into proper sync in your life the area of going after much more long-term health rather than quick short-term fixes.